Time to get started. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. On 98.7 WNNS. Kelly said, my marriage and having a little kid. That's going to be you, you know, with Bennett, you know. What do you miss most about the 2010s? Oh, gosh, no. In like 20 years. (laughs) Diana said, my 20s, yes. Yeah. See, being 20 uh, in your 20s in the 90s would have been fun. Yeah, that would have been Would have been a lot of fun. I would have had uh, a beeper. I would have had a beeper. I would have. Of course you would have had a beeper. <laughs> you would have had a beeper. I, I probably would have had a beeper too. I don't know. I don't know what I would have, what style I would have taken. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, man. Probably just, uh, you know, the swish swish tracksuit pants all the time. You would have had windbreakers wind like crazy. Windbreakers, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the wind would be broken around me. Even when breaking my own, it just no wind could break. Yes. So much wind broken. <laughs> Danielle said everything. Yeah, Danielle, we're with you. We missed the 90s. Connie said, seems like back then people had more respect for one another. Ah. Whoa. I'm like, I think I just did like three different octaves right now. I think you harmonized with yourself. That's, I mean, I've never seen that done before. I mean, that's impressive. In front of all my friends. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Um, yes, Connie, uh, I feel like that's true too. Dave said being young. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Susan, my youth, that's very good. KJ, my hip not hurting. Oh, KJ. Yeah, that's not good. Just, I don't have that yet, thank God, but permanent pain. Yeah. Uh, I don't have that yet. Not looking forward to that. No. Nate said the music on CD. Yes. And lack of smartphones and social media. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Even though we're talking about this on social media, I agree. I I sometimes wish social media wasn't around. It's weird. Um, It's a lot. You know, it's a lot on the old uh, mental health. Indeed. Um, Jeff said, I hate nostalgia. People unrealistically romanticize the past. Aw. Jeff, usually you have such fun answers. (laughs) That's not a fun answer at all. (laughs) Some would call it dark. I don't know. Uh, Liz said my waist. Yeah, my waist too. I mean, granted, I was like 10, so my waist was like 12 inches or something. (laughs) It was tiny, but... uh, Yeah. David said going out, actually shopping... Going to arcades. Everything now is online. I agree. I mean, oh, God. Going out and, like, just going to the mall was fun, you know? And so many people, the hubbub, you run into people. I tell you what, people are getting back to the mall, though, with this whole Malibu Jacks thing. Have you been to Malibu Jacks yet? I have not been to Jacks of Malibu. Oh, my gosh, it's so much fun. Yeah? It's a good time. So, let me ask you this. Can you get into the mall from Malibu Jacks. I think you can. Okay, that's important. I believe you can. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to get to Malibu Jacks. You gotta go to Malibu Jacks. Jean said, my knees, yes. The knees in, in the back and the hip, not good. Mm. Chris said, my age, yes, Mr. Hartsook, we agree. Actually, you know, I like being an adult. But... It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah, Rocky and Sarah. on 98.7 WN. We're streaming all over the world at WNNS.com. Stay with us. Stay with us. It's going to be a good show today. Um, All right. So right now, talking about something that kind of makes me a little sick. Uh, You know, people, 
the ultimate selfie, the ultimate, you know, the click, the hunger for clicks and attention are right. making people do horrible things. And some people, you know, you hear about these people trying to do all these dangerous, like, selfies and then they die. Yeah. You know, how many stories have we talked about like that? A lot of stories like that. It's wild to me, and I, I don't get it. But this kind of takes the cake. Now, granted, thank God he's still with us, but he's in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, a lot of bit of trouble. YouTuber pilot. A YouTuber pilot. That's so specific. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, who deliberately crashed an airplane and destroyed the wreckage has been jailed for six months in federal prison. And well, rightly so. Follow us on this. His name's Trevor Daniel Jacob. Goes by his three names. I'm always skeptical when somebody does that. You know what I mean? What are you trying to prove with the three <laughs> names? He pled guilty uh, to one count of destruction and concealment with the intent to obstruct a federal investigation after he jumped out of the plane and let it crash into a California hillside. So he deliberately made this happen. Well, yes, yes. Um, Jacob, who's he's a former Olympic snowboarder, so this guy, you know, he, he loves the adrenaline highs, uh, crashed the small aircraft after he looked, uh, after he took off for a solo flight from Lampoc City Airport, wherever that is, Lampoc. Okay. Now, before takeoff, what's weird is he set up several cameras and uh, a selfie stick inside the plane. And approximately 35 minutes after taking off, he threw himself out of the aircraft. Oh, my uh, The video revealed him parachuting to the ground. The many cameras inside the plane made it possible for the crash to be recorded from when it took off uh, to when it uh, descended into the dry brush area of the forest near Santa Maria. So they saw him doing this. They were able to put together that he set up this to film this crash. And he's using all of this for clickbait to be able to grow on the YouTube platform. My audience is going to love this. This plane crash. Well, like, he must either he has a lot of money so he can just, like, buy another plane. I don't know. But that's wild. You know what I mean? I'm not sure. He could have hurt himself. He could have hurt someone else. Well, and, you know, if you're going to do a stunt like that, then, like, you know, do it the proper way. You know, like promoted as a stunt that's happening. You know, this plane is going to be crashing into a mountain and I'm going to jump out before and it's going to be on TV or whatever you do. Like, do it that way. But to just like make it seem like you're running, you know, your plane's in distress and you're jumping out to save yourself and filming. This is something Evil Knievel wouldn't even go for. I bet you he would go for that. You think so? Yeah, why not? Oh why not? My gosh. I mean, he's uh, into that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Either it's speculation either way. But I just yeah. found that incredible. Like the lengths that people will go to for the ultimate piece of footage or the ultimate piece of content. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. Rocky and Sarah. On 98.7 WN. Have a very, very important choice that needs to be made uh, by December 11th. So we have what six days left to figure out what is the best Christmas movie of all time, according to you, our listeners. Now, it's not for nothing. Uh, if you vote, you're entering your name to win a downtown party package. We got $50 to Buzz Bomb Brewery. 
which is an amazing local brewery, craft beer made right here in Springfield. $50 goes a long way there, so mm-hmm. you can have a good time. And then $50 at uh, a great Italian spot right downtown. You can walk over there from Buzz Bomb, Di Piero's, right across from the old Capitol. Um, very, very cool stuff. So will you uh, read the list of yes. these nine movies we have? We've got Elf, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, A Christmas Story, A Charlie Brown Christmas, Miracle on 34th Street, A White Christmas, Christmas Carol, It's a Wonderful Life, and Christmas Vacation. Now, the winner so far... Which has changed like nine times. I know. Is Christmas Vacation. Wait, no. I thought it was The Grinch. Nope. It's not The Grinch? Nope. 32% right now is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So it literally changed from five minutes ago. Yes. So, yes. uh, Every vote counts because as you can see, you know, somebody goes in there and switches it up. Um, Right now it's Christmas Vacation, which I'm cool with because that's mine. But uh, Mine's Charlie Brown Christmas. I love Charlie Brown Christmas. That doesn't even have a vote, does it? It has votes. It has votes. Do any of them not have votes? Um, Miracle on 34th Street doesn't have any votes. Eh, It's starting to age out, I think. You know, maybe, maybe. That's shocking. Unless they do a reboot, which I wouldn't be at all surprised if they do. Yeah, they should do a reboot. Um, But you know what? I was thinking about this. There are so many, uh, like, really good Christmas movies that are um, out and that are coming out every year. Like Jingle Jangle on Netflix. Have you ever heard of that? I've heard of it. It's a fantastic Christmas movie. Um, A Boy Called Christmas. Very, very good. What's the one you just Um, watched? Candy Cane Lane? Candy Cane Lane. This is new this year. This is Eddie Murphy. He is fantastic in it. It's basically all about a neighborhood uh, where you go and you see all of the houses with lights and he wants to win. They do a big contest. Oh, fantastic. And then also Holiday Switch, I think it's what it's called. It's it's with Ed Helms, uh, who is in The Office. He's been in a ton of stuff, but he plays the dad. Uh, Jennifer Gardner plays the mom. And then there are two kids and they all, you know, obviously don't understand each other. And so what happens is I think it's Rita Moreno who's in it. Oh. Um, she uh, is, plays like this old woman who's like a fortune teller. And she has kind of, she makes them switch bodies. So like the dad is the young kid, the mom is the young daughter and vice versa. It's like a Christmas Freaky Friday. Yeah, and they they reference both Freaky Friday and 17 again in the uh, movie, Perfect. which is amazing. Yeah, very very good. Um but there's stuff like that like all the time coming out. So Yeah. I don't know when they're going to start to, you know, like maybe right now we're aging out 34th Street. When do we age some of the others out, you know? It's the more- Morning Routine with Rocky and Sarah. You argued your way from a C-plus to an A-minus? Totally based on my powers of persuasion. On 98.7 WNNS. Kicking off with Billie Eilish. Not thrilled with Vanity Magazine for asking her about her uh, preference in uh, a red carpet interview over the weekend, she wrote on Instagram, uh, in quotes, thanks, Variety, for my awkward, uh, for my award, excuse me. 
awkward sounded so much more fitting. <laughs> uh, for my award and for also outing me on a red carpet at 11 a.m. instead of talking about anything else that matters, I like boys and girls. Leave me alone about it, please. Literally, who cares? There we go. She's made it known now. So hopefully people listen to her. Uh, the interview came out at an event in Los Angeles sponsored by the magazine. Uh, when Eilish was asked about her uh, recent variety cover story that we've been talking about and everybody's been talking about. So I uh, I just hope, you know, people let her live her life. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, after 65 years and peaking at number two behind Mariah's All I Want for Christmas is You for the last four years, Brenda Lee's rocking around the Christmas tree finally gets the number one spot on the <laughs> Billboard Hot 100. That is insane. Lee recorded <laughs> the song in 1958 when she was just 13. When she was 13 years old? 13. Wow. And had been a seasonal staple for years, including a notable appearance on the 1990 movie Home Alone. Wait, who was she in Home Alone? Well, she was in the, the song was in the movie Home Alone. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, this marks Lee's third number one and her first since 1960. She's also the oldest musician to get a number one at age 78. Way to go, yeah, Brenda Yeah, baby, Lee. I love it. Well, Sean Mendez seems to be shacking up with his girlfriend, Charlie Travers. Uh, yeah. She's moved her stuff into his $4.6 million five-bedroom, six-bathroom home located in LA's Beverly Grove neighborhood. He's rich. Yeah. Yeah, 37-year-old British singer who's uh, 12 years older than the pop star waited on the doorstep for his uh, of his 38,000, uh, 3,800, oh my God, square foot property <laughs> with a large bag of her belongings on Saturday. Later that same evening, she was spotted taking a neighborhood stroll with Mendez. How romantic. Cute. Travers marks uh, Sean's first public romance since ending his on-off live-in romance with four-time Grammy nominee Camila Cabello in June after over two years together. Okay, so he's moving on. Yep, he's moving on. Do we know what uh, Camila Cabello is doing? Is she moving mm, on? No idea. Okay, cool. Just hanging out. Cool. Living life. Nice. Yep. Red Hot Chili Peppers have announced their North American 2024 Unlimited Love Tour. What? Kicking off May 28th, 2024 at the RVN Style Resorts Amphitheater in Ridgefield, Washington. From there, Anthony Kiedis and company will make stops in cities such as Salt Lake City, Albuquerque, West Palm Beach, Tampa, Virginia Beach, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Toronto, and more. Nice. The U.S. tour will wrap up July 30th at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater in oh, St. Louis. Hello. Hello. That. Kid Cuddy, Ice Cube, and others will serve as opening support for the band on select dates. General ticket sales will begin Friday, December 8th at 10 a.m. local. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNS. What happened, girl? It was the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. And Joe Burrow got hurt, so he wasn't playing. But then Trevor Lawrence, who is the quarterback for the Jaguars, hurt his ankle. And so he was out. It was 13 to 13. And then I fell asleep for a little bit. And then it was. That's what I was waiting for, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> the I fell asleep through the entire portion of the game. And then I read about what happened the next day. And then the next morning I woke up. <laughs> and the Cincinnati Bengals won 
34 to 31. It was a close game. Are the Bengals good? I, I mean, mean or because I've always, they, my whole life they've been bad. They're six like. and six, so they're okay, so they're not yeah. That great. And the Jaguars are eight and four. Okay. Right now. Well, they got yeah. got sleep in those Jaguars. I know. Is it because Trevor, Burrow wasn't in there? Well, because Trevor Lawrence on or the Trevor Jaguars Lawrence, got, yeah, and Burrow's out too. And so they yeah. got the backups in. Gotcha. The yeah. good old backups. The good old backups. I don't remember the backups' names. Who does? I know. Sorry, backups. <laughs> Sorry about you. My bad. You know what's what's funny about the backup, the understudy in theater, whatever you will, they're relying on somebody to get hurt to have their chance. You know, that's such a weird thing to be in. You know, Um, like the first morning show I ever got, the guy died. He had like a seizure out of nowhere. And then they asked me to do the show and I was so filled with joy that I had the show. But I was like, this guy just killed over and died. I'm grateful and also <laughs> this is awful. Confusing. Same- Am I a terrible person? No. Am I the worst? <laughs> what did you do? Were you like, hi? Yeah. I'm here. Here I am, filling the shoes of the guy that just died. He'd been on the air for 40 years. Everybody knew him. <laughs> Doc Jones in the Virgin oh Islands. My yeah. God. 104.9 the Mongoose. <laughs> oh. That's horrible. That's horrible. That's horrible. Uh, but let me tell you something. Yes. His name was Dr. Jones. Yes. This guy was no doctor. He (laughs) did not treat his body like a temple. Oh, okay. It was like a playground. So this guy, you know, I don't want to, it's just he didn't take care of himself. You you can't do that. Sure, I understand. Oh, oh man. man. Yeah, it's a weird position to be in, you know? And, like, I remember I was in a show. I was understudying for three characters in this uh, show in Chicago. And, like, on a daily, I'd be like, please let something non-threatening happen to them that, you know, would just, like, keep them out for a day. And then I can yeah. shine. <laughs> I'm a star now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, well, the game went well, and that sounds like it was a good time. Yeah, it was a good time. Everybody won, except for the Jaguars, of course. Right. Yeah. Did you watch it on La Ocho or the uh, the NFL uh, Red Zone? No, no. I think Red Zone's only on, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's only on on Sundays because all the games are on on Sundays. Like, a bunch of games are on on Sundays. But wow. Wow, for you Monday just night said football. something without being 100% sure about it. I, I know, I know. I said that without pure <laughs> confidence, but kind of confidence. <laughs> it's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. Question he had for Adam Driver. Do you know who Adam Driver is? Yes, he was on Girls and he was in Star Wars and he yep. was in a bunch of stuff. Bunch of stuff, tons of stuff. Great actor. Now, uh, it was on Wallace's Mac series, Who's Talking to Chris Wallace? The veteran journalist asked Driver how about um, how he doesn't look like uh, the typical movie star and the impact that's had on his career. (laughs) After citing the comparison between Driver and some of the big name actors that have come before him, like Al Pacino, Jack Nicholson, Wallace asked uh, the star whether or not he accepts being likened to the cinema legends. Um, now this is what he, this is how it went down, and it was really <laughs> he basically kind of called him ugly. Oh uh, my god! Without gosh. calling him ugly, listen to this. You don't look like the typical movie star. Uh, well, I, I've worked uh, consistently, which is nice with people that I've wanted to uh, always uh, dreamed that I wanted to work with, and I so I, in that sense, it hasn't. Uh, 
I, I look how I look. I can't, I can't change that. So I guess it, it, it helped me. Did you ever early in your career think, man, if I looked like Robert Redford, it would be easier. <laughs> if I look like Robert Redford, it would be easier. Uh, yeah, but it would just be different. I, I wouldn't be giving something off. Maybe I'm trying to be diplomatic, and I guess if I was alone in a room, I'm like, who doesn't want to look like Robert Redford? But uh, I, I just kind of accepted this is uh, this is how I look. Look, this is God bless Adam Driver oh for keeping gosh. his cool and you know answering it uh, as well. He said diplomatically as possible. Um, but I, oh man, that's that's just a bad question, Chris Wallace. I'm sorry, this is my face. Uh, <laughs> I just kind of accepted how I look. <laughs> this is uh, this is me. Answered it. This is all oh, me. good lord! Well, it just goes to show that as long as you've been doing something, you can always learn and still make mistakes. Oh my goodness! It's well. True. Yeah. The ongoing legal battle between the former NFL offensive lineman Michael Orr oh, and yeah. the Tui family took another turn when documents alleged Orr attempted to extort the Tuies. Oh, gosh. Orr's story documented in the novel turned movie The Blind Side. You, but did you see that? Yes, I've okay. seen that movie. Yes, but he alleges the family at the center of it pocketed his portion of the royalty checks. Oh, gosh. Yikes. Documents filed by the TUI say that Orr demanded $15 million in unpaid royalties from them and said he would defame them on social media and or TMZ as fakes and thieves if he wasn't paid. According to the documents, Orr sent text claiming... He was robbed of $50 million plus. Okay, so that's kind of what he did. He came after them publicly, and I think that was the retaliation that he's talking about there. Um, Yikes. Yeah, yeah, Saying, it's not good. Quote, if something isn't resolved this Friday, I'm going to go ahead and tell the world how I was robbed by my supposed parents. That's the deadline. Oh Think how it will look when it comes out. Yikes. A judge ended the conservatorship in September, but the legal squabble over money made related to the film and his story continued to play out in court. Well, it's interesting. The Tuies have shown receipts um, talking about how, you know, what he initially came after them about was not true. This song goes out to our employee of the week. We'll work hard to make you happy. The best things in life are free. The Morning Routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNX.